0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: Welcome back to Living with Intention. I am April Wyatt, and today we're continuing to explore personal empowerment to give you different ways to gain more empowerment in your professional and personal lives. And you might be wondering, April, what does personal empowerment have to do with wellness? Well, as we discussed in our last episode, the first step is having the awareness about what brings you joy. What desires are you having? for yourself and your life and as you focus on what brings you joy this allows you to experience more clarity about yourself and in in life and when you move forward with this clarity you do so with more ease and have less stress and overwhelm in your life and that's what living with intention is all about also today as you'll discover personal empowerment is not only supporting your fulfillment in life but also all of your relationships especially in your professional and personal areas and that is what we will unpack for you today how personal empowerment enhances relationships and to explore this with us today, I've invited back Janet Tingwald, and you might remember her in the Going to the Roots series. And when you have a moment, please revisit that one, too, because she has really good nuggets to offer you in that series. And a little bit about Janet, if you're not familiar with her, she's a certified personal coach and is licensed in the art of feminine presence and works with women who desire a deep relationship with themselves and others. And what I really love about Janet's approach is her straight forward and practical tactics and techniques that she uses. And her style really sets her apart from other coaches because she really cares and she shows up for you. And What's important is how Janet doesn't give you the solution, but she helps you discover it within you. And that's truly working from the inside out. Well, without further ado, I welcome Janet. Welcome Janet to the series.
0: Thank you, April. Oh, that was filled my heart. Uh, I am delighted to be here with you again and so honored that you asked. So horse, love being in conversation with you. Yes. And as you've helped me
1: discover my own personal empowerment, that's why uh, you were right there at the top of the list of the people that I wanted to invite. Mm. So that way others could discover that for themselves. Mm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay us that we're saying yes, yes to personal empowerment And just even saying that, why is it so challenging for people to say yes to personal empowerment? Why do you think that is?
0: Oh, that's a big question. Um, Where I sit in my seat now in how I see the world, (laughs) um, what pops into my head is, I don't know, you're making it way too hard. (laughs) And I know that that seems like a very, uh, God, I don't have the words, but it's like dismissive, maybe kind of comment. Um, here's what I think it is, is, is I don't think, and cause I didn't, I don't think people completely understand it. Just like when they sing, love yourself, love yourself. And I remember this several years ago of, oh, yes, love yourself, love yourself. When really in the back of my mind, I was thinking, what does that mean? Mm. <laughs> what, what does that even mean? What I don't even know what that means, right? So then I'm making up all of these things and it's another thing I am supposed to do and should do, but I really don't have a clue <laughs> what, I'm, I, what that really means, Right. And, and everybody's telling me what that means. And I had to really find that for myself. And For me, what works for me is I'm enough. I'm enough as I am. I'm pretty enough. I'm thin enough. I'm, I'm a good enough coach. I'm enough. Mm. So part of it was finding that for myself, what resonated with me that I didn't have to be in comparison with anyone else. And so things that I did going forward were about me. Mm-hmm. So can I give you an example? Yes, please. <clears throat> Yesterday, because I'm doing another coaching training, because <laughs> I like learning and, and I've been doing this for 23 years. So I, I think it's a good idea to to learn new things, to tune up your skills, things like that. And in the practice, we got to talking about in the art of feminine presence, there's three levels of teaching. And I am now working on my level three certification. And what I came to in this practice coaching was the only reason I'm doing it is because it's for me. I'm not doing it anymore to be good enough or because I should. I'm doing it because I want to. So when I say that, what do you hear? How does that land for you?
1: So when you say that, Janet, um, first, I want to back up a little bit when you said I am enough. So for me, I hear acceptance of self. Mm -hmm. So when, when a person can accept themselves, then they're more open to receive more of them. And when you had just mentioned, uh, doing, you know, you have to, you're doing it for yourself. It's Mm -hmm. you're doing the work for you first, Mm-hmm. And it's not about an outside influence or doing it for others or doing it to have a better job or to be more empowered in a specific situation. It's more about doing the work for yourself,
0: yes, yes, now does that translate to um I know my skills will get even better and There may be new opportunities that will come to me because of that, or I may become more interested in or how I work with my clients. Yes, but it wasn't from a place of have to, should, need to. It was from a place of I want to. So it's, you know, as I was thinking about this, and one of the things that you had mentioned was telling my story of my own story of personal development and what in thinking about that this morning i kind of laughed because i thought it's a really long story and it's a really short story (laughs) uh, well there's lots of details of it right but the short the really short story is do your work that's it do your work everything changed in my life for the better as i did my work so if you want to talk about relationships and let's just talk about romantic for a minute if you don't like how you're being treated make a request for something different and if you if that's then the st- needs still aren't met don't be there so there are things that are actually not to be confused with easy to do, but very simple to see. Does that make sense?
1: Hey, can you break that down a little bit more for here's an example? Before I anything? met
0: Bruce. Before I met Bruce, I was involved with a man for two years that was a very volatile relationship. I call him my PhD course. He was where I got my PhD in doing it wrong. Because I was doing everything I knew and taught not to do. And I couldn't stop myself. (laughs) A girlfriend even said, he's not right for you. And I said, I know, but I'm not done for some reason, right? So I even had the awareness of it that, what are you doing? This is nuts. Until the day I was in the place to receive the lesson of I was no longer willing, excuse me, to settle. And I wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I ended the relationship. And I made a declaration and a commitment to myself that day that I would never betray myself again because in this two years i had done this all to myself because i kept going back in the burning building i kept tolerating the bad behavior i i i kept showing up and doing that i happened to be at a restaurant where he was on a date with someone else and i went out with him the next night I mean, <laughs> So you know I I'm human and I made a lot of mistakes and if I tell you some of them you'll go oh good god but it's where I was so I mean I do have a phd in doing life wrong I have messed up every area of my life and had to fix it but it was all about my own work and where I needed to learn new skills. I needed to heal my wounds. Um, I needed to get out of a victim mentality that it was being done to me. And as opposed to being empowered that I have choice. This is my choice. This is, this is my thing. I'm not a victim. So I'll yeah, pause so for that. That. You're nodding
1: your head. That is a very powerful word that you just said
0: choice yes so in in a nutshell it's kind of like what i thought about this morning is that if you don't feel you're at choice in some place or you don't feel empowered at in, in some area of your life i would really invite you to step back and explore maybe with yourself mostly better with um a coach or a therapist or someone that is trained to help you do that because it's hard to grow in in your own isolation um it's sometimes it's hard to see it when you're that's why they in sports they watch game films and they have coaches because it's hard to see it when you're in the game right so but to see where you're giving your power away where you're being a victim um where you're blaming others where you have choice to do something different. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the biggest thing for me is when, because in my personal life, when I made that declaration that I would never betray myself again. And four months later, I met Bruce. Wonderful man. It'll be 15 years next month that we've been together. But even though he had all of these things, I truly had made this commitment that I was not going to betray myself again. And I was going to do things differently. Now, was that always easy to do to change my patterns? No, it wasn't. But I did. And in working on myself, I met and developed a relationship with a really good man which impacted the rest of my life. But it still came back to my work. Hmm. Yes, we are the ripple effect. Yes. Yes. If you don't like something, it really is true. If you don't like something in your life or you don't like what's being served, go somewhere else. Do something different. And that's a choice too. Absolutely, it's all choice. It's all choice. One of the things that I see in the evolution of women in general, though, is this um, chest beating, fist bumping, some anger with it. And what I had found myself is I didn't need I didn't need to do that. There was a time when that was more so and that's not necessarily the same in most areas today it's become a woman's world so what do we want what do we want when it comes to personal empowerment I no longer color my hair I don't get Botox I don't have plastic surgery that's my choice because I'm okay not you do you I say this a lot. You've heard me say it. It's not what you do. It's why you're doing it. Mm, Say that again. It's not what you do. It's why you're doing it. Now, I did my hair and my makeup and I've got on this colorful shirt, yada, yada, yada. Was that somewhat because I knew I was going to be on camera? Yes, yes, it was. And I knew that I would show up better with color, right? But when I no longer get ready in the morning to please others, I get ready in the morning to please the woman in the mirror and and some for Bruce because I like that I like the banter and the desire and the um, chemistry that it develops between us the playfulness mm-hmm. but it's primarily do I feel pretty Do, do i feel pretty it is what is my barometer it's it's not for other people some days i, I don't look like this <laughs> and i also don't care
1: i can we raise recently, my hand to
0: that yeah we were recently in gulf shores with the family and the adult children were going out to a um, a famous bar and bruce and i were taking the grandkids into town and it was It was hot and it was humid. So, you know, there's not really a lot of point in doing your hair and makeup's going to slide off. So I didn't have any on. Had my hair pulled up under a ball cap and my daughter said something and I'm like, I don't care. I don't know these people. (laughs) They don't know me. I I do not, I'm not going to see him again. I don't care. And she said, I don't think being here matters, mom. I don't think you care at home either. (laughs) And I don't. I, for the most part, I don't, if I'm going to go to the grocery store, I don't have to look a certain way for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I believe you hear the personal empowerment in that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes. I believe that's because you know who you are and you're coming from that space versus I have to look a certain way to gain value from other people.
0: Yes. Yes. So it's not what I'm doing. It's why I'm doing it. Right. So people will say to me, oh, you always look so nice. And I'm like, well, yeah, I like looking this way. (laughs) It makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. It's not any different than how I decorate my house because it makes me feel good. It's pleasing to me. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, most definitely. And yeah, everybody's different too. You know, they, they put their energy and their time into other things that help to empower them. Um, Mm -hmm. and then that keeps that momentum, that ripple going. Yes. Yes. So whether it's community service, whether it is, uh, you know, being a, a support for grandkids, uh, It's just being you you and the person and doing what brings them joy. And Mm -hmm. then that feeling, as long as it's coming from that place of, you know, knowing, then that ripples out and, you know, people can feel that.
0: They do. They do. And I've sometimes heard, well, you're in a relationship and so that's easier for you. Well, I haven't always been in a relationship and that was part of my, my desire to be in one. So I did that work that I needed to do to be in one, right? To really know what the right fit was for me to not settle and tolerate bad behavior, to stand up for myself, to have good boundaries, um, but also then a big part of it was being willing to receive love. Mm-hmm. That was another part of my personal journey was that I am enough and I can receive love. Yes. And as as a person
1: is working and developing, you know, their personal empowerment, and it all starts with us, right? As we've shared, mm-hmm. accepting loving you know giving us our own self-care helping to gain more joy and clarity in our lives and and you know feeling fulfilled how does that ripple out into the business world
0: oh confidence for one um I'm not trying to be, because I don't desire that, to be a, have a seven-figure coaching business, to be a huge voice in the world. That's not um, my passion or my drive to do that. Um, And knowing that I'm good enough at what I do, now that could, you could look at that as mediocrity. That's not what I mean. Because I'm, I'm co- continuously reading and wanting to get better and to learn and how do I support my clients, right? But it's not being in, it's about comparison, you know, whether it's about how I look or how I am as a coach, am I in comparison or am I, am I doing what's important to me? So, for me and my professionally in my business, I choose to um, work with women and work with clients individually that is very high touch, very high touch, um, because that's what I like. I like to be able to be really available to them, to my clients, and really be able to. Customize the work to them, right? But before I was in comparison of who I needed to be and how I needed to run my business to do it right, to make enough money, to be good enough. And when I stopped doing that and started doing what I really wanted, everything opened up and changed. That's
1: amazing. And also, I'm thinking about the people in the in the nine to five jobs, the the professionals, and mm-hmm. as you just said, you know, it's recognizing when when we're comparing ourselves to others versus doing what fulfills us or you know what's important to us.
0: Mhm, yeah, looking at people that are you know in that work for other peoples that go to jobs from nine to five, I've watched my daughter, for example, try new companies and they they were not a fit and when she recognized they were not a fit, she moved on and every time we move on when we're young. We get new information of what worked and what didn't work. And sometimes you just can't know this until you experience it, right? But she didn't really compare herself to others. She knew her worth of what she brought to the job. And she just, she didn't try. It's not that she didn't try to have influence for a while. And when she saw that wasn't going to work, she didn't complain about them. She moved on. Mm. She adjusted what she was looking for, what she liked, what she didn't like, and she moved on. So it anytime people are complaining, it's some they want something to change. So what is it that you can, what part of it is that you need to change? Mm-hmm. Maybe by saying bye. Or making requests complaints are oftentimes also unverbalized requests and if you really can't get it if you really are making requests and you're trying to influence and it doesn't work maybe it's time to do something different whether it's personally or professional when i worked in um worked with was coaching with Um, a group in Wells Fargo, one of the things I would have people do is to go out on the job board and look for positions that they wanted. It's like, oh, I would love to have that job. I love what they're doing. That looks like so much fun. The salary's great. I I want that job. Well, what are the requirements? What are the requirements for that job? Do you need to learn budgeting? Do you have to have some training that you don't have? Do you have to have some more college classes, business classes that you don't have? Do you need experience that you don't have? And how long would it take you to get that to then have that
1: job? Because that's empowerment right there yeah. is taking those steps and, and and asking, what is it about that job that I... I you know, desire. And just as you perfectly said, visualizing how that would be. And then what are the next steps? And then taking those steps, you know, a lot of people, they start talking themselves out of it, Mm -hmm. that disempowers them. As you were sharing about the um, complaining, complaining Mm -hmm. does nothing. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm.
0: what's the solution? Right. Complaining is really, really important, though. Because it is it's it's your opportunity to stop and look at what am what am I not satisfied with or what am I tolerating where's where's my opportunity here? And oftentimes that's where it starts for us as humans is with complaining. I now see that as, oh, I don't like something what what? What do I need to do? And knowing that you're always empowered with that. Um, and this has been years ago when I used to travel more for business and was traveling during the week. So, and there were a lot of businessmen traveling at the time, women also, but I, the, it was this. it's men for a reason in this story. And I was curious because I've never worked in a corporation. I would say to them, why don't women make more? Why don't they make the same? And there was a consistent answer. Can you guess what the answer was? They don't ask for it. They don't ask for it. Consistent answer. In over, over a, two or three years, when I would have these conversations, it was the consistent answer, because they don't ask for it.
1: Do you think it has to do with also how a
0: person asks? Well, yes, there is something about how they ask, but I also watched my daughter, excuse me, as an example, going to take the first offer. When she went to this new job, she it sounded like a lot of money and could benefit some things to her. And I'm like, you don't take the first offer. You know, don't believe me. Google this. Talk, you know, read, research about this. Ask for, are you truly ha- happy with this or are, what are you leaving on the table? So women oftentimes are not empowered to to ask, to make requests. Now men do this too, because in more and more, because especially if you're someone that doesn't feel like you have a strong sense of voice and choice in your life, because maybe of things that happened in your childhood or when you were younger, when you weren't, you didn't have a voice, you didn't have a choice, but then that's our opportunity to heal something, right? So personal empowerment is personal empowerment because it does come back to us. And mine was a long and winding road of sometimes taking the same course or making the same mistakes over and over again until I got it. And I'm sure you're probably aware of the term emotional intelligence. Oh, yes. And now they talk about social intelligence also. Excuse me. But foundationally, if you if like if you read Daniel Goldman's book on emotional intelligence, he was like one of the front runners in that back in the nineties no early two thousands. Um, self awareness and self management are foundational, and that all comes back to us taking personal responsibility of knowing ourselves really well. And then how do we respond? How do we manage our emotions? What do we then do with them? Excuse me. And then, you know, social intelligence, leadership, those are actually more advanced competencies, but it starts with self-awareness and self-management. That's it. It truly does, and you
1: had mentioned before uh, you know this this journey of personal empowerment
0: mm-hmm.
1: again, it really brings us back to ourselves, mm-hmm. and I love i do I really love emotional intelligence, and that's something that I've done my best, and my best is good enough <laughs> to apply and reevaluate and recognize that you know this is mine this is me and and how do i want to show up how do i want to live my life um uh, mm-hmm. and that's very empowering too
0: 100%. although
1: although sometimes as you so perfectly described Janet about all the ebbs and flows in your life um, you know, those are those are situations that come up to where we're learning, and so we might feel this is this is just kind of unraveling as we're talking here. Might feel disempowered as we're going through our internal landscapes. We're navigating and understanding more about ourselves and our emotions and behaviors and thought patterns and all those things, it feels like we're not empowered when actually that's where you find the little golden nuggets. That's where you find that inner self-worth and you you start trusting in yourself more. Yes.
0: And sometimes that's trial and error, right? Yes. Yes and there were so there was a lot of things i did there was a lot of classes that i took a lot of um self assessments that i took to get to know myself <laughs> but probably my one of my biggest one was where was i putting the power out there as opposed to it was about me even trust you know trust um i was putting trust out there of don't hurt me where that's my responsibility. That's that's largely my responsibility. Now, are there people out there that are going to, um, what do I want to say? The only words that come into my mind is is shysters, scam artists, things like that, um, that are going to, um, yes, there are some out there. And there are just as many women as there are men that are like this let's just put that out there also it's not all about men there are plenty of women that are doing these things um but it also is about trusting yourself i actually said to a guy one time that i had just met we were making out and i said "Um, i don't know if i can trust you (laughs) and he said well then what am i doing here And it was like the two by four light bulb moment all at once a boom is I was putting that responsibility on him and not personally taking that responsibility of taking care of myself to go slow enough. And part of it was skill, go slow enough, be aware enough of do not, I hope he likes me, but do I like him? Is he a good person? Do I like the way I'm being treated? Do um, do we want the same things in life? All of those things, right? So not tolerating less. You know, mm-hmm. neither Bruce nor I are perfect people by any stretch. And there are little things that we need to work on. But because we did that work at the beginning, largely led by me, because I, I'm the one that had the skill and the information we put really foundational things in our path that when we really got to the longer term committed relationship, there was trust and safety already there foundationally because we had done that here because I, I had made a personal commitment to never betray myself and to ask the tough questions and to set the boundaries.
1: Hmm yeah and that just sets you both up yes you know it because did. you set the tone for the relationship that's yes that's amazing and I feel that you know as people are hearing this about personal things you know you can easily switch it to professional as well Absolutely. so setting those boundaries making sure your clarity having that responsibility for yourself in that situation or an environment and then you know by taking that personal responsibility then that's how you set yourself up for
0: yes you know the personal empowerment yes you know in my 23 years of coaching and i coach a lot of business owners i am and one of the things that i talked about when i coached in corporations and now is that you um, as a business owner or manager you are never a hostage to your employees never nobody is irreplaceable you're never a hostage and over and over and over again what i have seen is people leave positions some even um, in a business not only left but Took all their clients with them, badmouthed the owner, all of these different things, which might seem devastating. And that person now, two years later, is flourishing, right? Which so person, some, the owner, the business owner, okay, you know, they were like oh, devastated that this person that they left, mm-hmm. and it was like. No, let's what wants to come in. And I know it's it sounds very trite is the word that wants to come out of my mouth. And I'm not sure that's the right word that to say, if you don't like what you're getting at work and you've made requests and you've tried to make changes, don't be there. And you say, like, well, I can't do that because I'd lose my job. Lose your job. Go find another one. But we and I, I can appreciate I, that's this is the difference between simple and easy. It's very simple to say, don't tolerate it, don't go work somewhere else. Now, is that always easy? No, it's not always easy. There's things you've got to work through. You're gonna have you're gonna have to put yourself back out there again. It can be scary, you know, all of that. And time and time again, I have watched it work over and over and over again. And I will say that's one of the things that also makes my life easier. I have 23 years of evidence of not for just for myself, but for my clients, how this works.
1: Yes. And and that's, I think that's the big scary thing is that people don't want to lose their job. Although, it's better to make that choice for yourself and start looking while you have that position mm-hmm. and then leave on your own terms versus, you know, having that fear and that resentment and all that working against you and then losing your job. Then you're feeling devastated versus I'm feeling anxious and I don't know how this is going to go, but, you know, you're empowered as you are choosing uh, where you want to go.
0: There's also a thing that comes to mind that I learned in my, learned in my teachings about the three stages of love, which could be seen as also kind of like the, the self-love, the acceptance piece, the first stage is I need to get my approval, acceptance, my love from out here. I need to get it from other people in, to, in order to be okay. Not that we all don't need love, right? But in order to be okay and to be enough, I have to be validated externally. Then people tend to move to this place of I'm good. I'm good. I don't need you. I'm good all on my own. I got this. If we get in a relationship, we'll just be two independent people and we'll just do our lives. Right. There's no receipt. There's not much receiving. There's no partnership in that. The third level that I, I don't do, I don't do it perfectly. I do it a lot better than I used to is that rather than seeking, you just are love, not loving, not lovable. You just embody love. Now, this has taken practice, a few years of practice for me. And well, no, I can't say it took me a few years to practice it. It took me months. Well, first of all, I had to wrap my brain around the concept. Then I had to work on it. But when I, what I know is that when I am in that state, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Life is good. And people respond to me in a different way. Exactly,
1: it's the energy that you're putting out, and it reminds yes. me those three stages that you shared reminds me of um, the be, do, have
0: mm-hmm. How instead
1: so? of instead of the I have to have this
0: mm-hmm.
1: in order. T- to do this, then I can be happy. Yeah. So it's uh, just being love, being, you know, aware of who you are, of your authentic self, which is love. Then things just flow as they need to. Cause we're not they working do. from that space of fear or lack that it's outside of you.
0: Yes. So my, um, my <clears throat> last little challenge for the most part is that's really hard for me to do with my children. They can still zing me, <laughs> right? If something happens or whatever, for whatever reason, I can still struggle with them. And as I have done this more and more and more of just going back to connecting with being love and filling myself back up from that place, there are sometimes conversations I will have with them to let them know how it was how it was received or a boundary but I no longer need their approval. I no longer. it I don't I'm not dependent on them for my love my love comes from my connection to myself and to source now does that mean that I don't that I don't have to have a relationship with them well not they're going to be little poops I've (laughs) done because it just hurts me right so now what am I tolerating what am I saying yes to Um, I want one. It brings joy to me to do that. And as I have done that more and more and more of working on me, our relationship has gotten better and better and better.
1: Exactly. That's it's natural. It's because we are not needing from other people to find the value to. Yes. Find not looking
0: externally yet. You know, this also on an energetic level, we are all connected. The good news is there is so much more information. There are so many more practitioners like wonderful you that can help people to understand these things and healing and awareness can happen so much faster than what it used to, right? exactly yes so really in a nutshell truly i know this sounds like i'm simplifying it it comes down to taking care of ourselves so then i can be love and show up in my relationships professionally or personally and they've just gotten better because i'm no longer bitter being a victim um sad i'm no longer that does that make sense oh of course
1: it does (laughs) and i love um just the simplicity that's why i always enjoy working with you is that you just break it down and it's very simple and easy and tangible yet it's so powerful Uh, because you are giving the responsibility back to your client mm-hmm. for them to reflect and uh, really take that next step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those who are interested in taking those steps with you, Janet,
0: how can they get a hold of you? So the best way to get a hold of me is just JanetTingwald at com. Just email me. And one of the things I've gotten that I say, I don't have business cards anymore. I don't do any marketing anymore. Um, One of the things I say to people is just, let's have a conversation and see where it goes. Yeah. Yes,
1: that's you Uh, meeting them where they're at. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you, my friend, for being here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and learning more about your own personal empowerment and how you are the ripple effect in all of your relationships in life and it all starts with you and your awareness and if you've enjoyed this conversation as much as i have please subscribe to this channel you know put a comment in there let janet and i know what you enjoyed about this conversation and maybe Mm -hmm. even share how you are developing your own personal empowerment So, until next time, my friends, be well.
0: Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.